it's as simple as this. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the culture. Gentlemen, this is PC Tunney. This is the Emergency Punk Cast 2. I am not alone. Ray Cash is not here. I want to first and foremost give him the credit for coming up with the Emergency Punk Cast. Hosted the first one. DJ, you were on that show, weren't you? Um, I think I may have been part of that. I'm not real sure. It's been There's been a lot happening between now You and, and I are both podcast sluts, so it's hard for us to keep track of all the shows we're on all the absolutely absolute facts man we've called ourselves that before so it's okay folks um dj is joining me though once again for this emergency punk cast too no great cash but we have brought in some other big guns from the dwi podcast aj balaz is here with us and he's rolling his wrists around like he thinks he's a young cm punk but on the other end the more experienced end of the spectrum we also have the lawyer himself Dave Ungar from the Attitude of Aggression and the Bandwagon Nerds. Could have just said older, Tony. That that would have been fine. No, no, you, you and I are old, brother. <laughs> well, O'Dowd well, would have buried. O'Dowd would have. He would have buried me by now. Yeah. So thank you, well, Tony. Who doesn't that's, O'Dowd bury? That's Come a, on, let's that's be real a, here. That's what Monday mornings are for. This one you're probably listening to either Saturday or Sunday. So. Um, Gentlemen, it all started this afternoon when we heard the rumors, we were recording Friday night though, just so you know, uh, that WWE is in, possibly in talks with CM Punk to bring him back in Chicago at Survivor Series, and the Chairshot Radio chat went crazy for about two, three hours, right? Everybody was chiming in, what they want to see, what they don't want to see, if it's going to happen or not, and DJ asked the question... Does anybody record on Friday? To which I responded, no, but we could, dot, dot, dot. And the punk signal was flashed, and here we have the four of us on the emergency punk cast, too. So, who wants to see? DJ, this was this was almost your idea to run punk cast, too, here. Why don't you start us off on your thoughts when you first found out, and, you know, how likely you think this is going to happen, and whether or not you want it to happen. All right, so that's that's a multifaceted answer. Um, I, I'll start with my complicated history with CM Punk as a wrestling fan. Uh, 2012, 2013, I came back into WWE for The Rock and uh, John Cena. CM Punk was still very active on the roster, and I found it very odd. While I was a fan of his work, I found it very odd that he was a top guy in the company. But I liked him because part of the reason I got out of WWE was because of the quote-unquote PG era they had blended into. I was still hungover from the Attitude Era and the the um, <clears throat> Ruthless Aggression Era, and CM Punk was a throwback to that. So I kind of gravitated to that guy. So I became a big fan really quick with him. Uh, great in the ring, great talker, great attitude, great everything about him on TV as a presentation, I was excited for. And when things first fell apart with him in WWE, I sided with him. I was like, you know, how could they screw this guy over? I was that fan. You know, I was like, how could they screw this guy over? And then he was on the Colt Cabana podcast. And I really listened to him objectively. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, this guy's taking a shit on working with guys like The Undertaker, with, you know, just the part-timers, as he called them. I'm looking, I'm like, these guys paved the way for you. 
Like these guys are the reason you have a job and enjoy the success you enjoy. I don't look at putting the Undertaker over at WrestleMania and being part of the streak as a slight. I take it as a compliment. And you should, too, as a worker. And then he went in hard on Roman Reigns and, and just the, the, why they wanted Roman and all this other shit. So the whole thing with him just fell apart at that point with me. Fast forward to, you know, the last couple of years. Uh, the last thing I was like, you know what? Fuck that guy. He can stay gone. If he wants to go to AEW, good for him. It's a good spot for him. Uh, that ended up being a disaster. Um, I'll let somebody else take the floor because I have reasons why I'm excited for CM Punk to come back now, but I'm going to let somebody else take it because I don't want to monopolize the entire show. I'll, I'll wrap back around to that in a few minutes. Go ahead, Dave. Well, uh, Tony, as you know, Phil and I don't exactly get along, which is why he blocked me many years ago. So, uh, you know, that's that's just kind of a kind of the thing, uh, you know, a, go. That's a you problem. Like I have an open invitation I, for 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 him and and Mrs. Punk to come on up to Milwaukee and take I'll take him out to dinner. He knows it. I, I'm sure he does. And he might have to take you up on that if he keeps like bagging groceries at wherever the hell it is, if he doesn't take this job. Um, you know, with punk, I, I, I th- think I was kind of like DJ at first when, when he first, when he first left and you didn't know all the details, I started to side with him. And then even after you got some of the details on that podcast and some of the stuff with the wellness policy and him being that sick. And if that shit was true, that's certainly very concerning. Um, after that though, I mean, since he kind of came back and he came back to AEW and then he just. I think it was last year after all in with brawl out or all out, whatever the fuck it was with brawl out, you know, where he goes backstage, he goes off on everybody and everyone at the, you know, right. And we talked about this right at the height of when, when AEW started to actually build some momentum and he came out and just wiped it out for six months. And then this year he does the exact same fucking thing. So, you know, I, I got significant problems with, with CM Punk and, and just his attitude. And maybe it is just indicative of the locker room he's around and who he's working with. And I do adamantly believe that it'll be a different environment in WWE. So maybe, you know, I, I, I personally, I don't want to see him back as a fan. <laughs> From the business side of things, I absolutely see his value. And I would say, you know, 75% chance he's back. I would say that's 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 a good estimate at this point in time. Go ahead, AJ. Uh, from my stance, I, I'm like you guys. I did like CM Punk in the beginning. Cause, I mean, hell, I even did the the wrist thing that he used to do all the time when he was like, um, like fresh in WWE, probably ROH, he did it too. But that podcast where it was he didn't he just doesn't know how to play well apparently or he just wants to poo-poo everything and burn a bridge instead of leaving a bridge alone just in case he has to come back to it It, it's just very eye-opening with everything that goes on because i was a fan of him i like i liked everything he was doing the gts the roundhouse kick he was really good in the ring a buddy of mine that i talk to a lot when i was growing up in new jersey he's around like tony's age now probably but he actually used to wrestle and he would tell me all the things about punk where it was he's great as a wrestler he's great doing this and everything else he's just and then he looked at me and he was like how old are you again and i'm like 14 i was like all right i can say this he's kind of a fucking dickhead 
And none of us really knew that until he came on all these podcasts and now the AEW scuffle where beating up the elite, apparently not knowing how Rocky works with the John Moxley saga that he was supposed to have and everything else where he just doesn't play. He plays by his rules. And if you don't play, play by his rules, you're shit out of luck. Do I see him coming back in WWE? Yes, because it's Chicago. They're not dumb. It's it's business. If you're going to have Chicago's favorite wrestler in the entire world come in, say he's in the crowd, he makes a guest appearance, hell, they might have like a Survivor Series match or a War Games match, and someone doesn't have a partner, and they need a fourth or a fifth, depending on how many they have, look in my eyes, what do you see will probably play. Yeah, could he be like the mystery partner for Cena, L.A. Knight, and Cody against the uh, <laughs> against the uh, Bloodline at Survivor Series? Um, it I, might just happen as long as it's in War Games. Yeah, yeah I'm cool yeah. with it. So I, it's no it's no secret. Everybody that is on our network and in our chats and knows me for long enough knows I'm a big fan of CM Punk. I don't really care about all the other bullshit. Much in the way that, and I've talked about this on podcasts before, much in the way that I'm a big fan of Tiger Woods. I'm not a fan of what the bullshit he pulled, right? I'm also not a fan of the bullshit CM Punk pulled. But I, both of them, I still want to see as much as possible because I'm entertained by them. I'm captivated by who they are, one as a golfer, the other one as a professional wrestler. Go ahead, DJ. You wanted to respond to something I said. Yeah, you're comparing, you know, and I'm not sure specifically what you mean with Tiger Woods, whether you mean it's the extracurricular stuff he did and got in trouble for and his personal life. We're talking about CM Punk, who has been disruptive in a locker room it's a little bit and of, disrupting yeah. other people's work day and right. work life. It's, to me, there's a difference between if you want to be a personal fuck up and go wreck your car, cheat on your wife and get your ass beat by her. You know, that's one thing. And I can still respect you as a pro golfer. But if you're a guy who's just a miserable fuck coming to work and trying to make everybody else at work miserable, I, as a professional, I have no time for that. Here, Here's the best way that I could probably say that CM Punk is with the locker room bullshit. He's Bill Romanowski. Let me, let me that's phrase the it. the best way I can me, equate that. Let me phrase it better then. Cause I wasn't done that. I, it was a little bit of apples to oranges, right? So leave out the comparison I just had. I don't give a fuck about the rest of the shit. I like to watch him wrestle, and I like his character in WWE. He was not meant for AEW. He can't go in the ring anymore, right? The backstage politics there are horrible for a guy like him. He comes back to WWE. He's in the structure. He won't pull this bullshit. He's going to want to go out on a good note. I can see them getting a good two to three years out of him. And him being respectful and finally fucking figuring out that maybe he should just help out a little bit more instead of being the curmudgeon asshole, right? I'll give you all of that. But my main point is, selfishly, personally, I want to see his character back in WWE because I think it has unfinished business. And I think it'd be really good. And the reason I think it's going to happen 100%, I'll tell you right here. Everybody got a price. There you go. That's my thought. At the at the end of the day, everyone bends the knee. Um, I, I definitely think I, I agree with the you know, the last forty seconds of what you were saying. You know, I would like to see his character back on TV. I would like to see that guy 
go out the way he should go out when I just look at what's presented on my television. Here's the thing, too, that people don't understand. This is not a decision for Triple H. This is not a decision for Roman Reigns. This is not a decision for anybody but the head of TK, uh, what is it, TKO Holdings, right? TKO. Yep. And Vince fucking McMahon. That's the one hey. motherfucker it comes down to. If Vince says, you know what, I want him back, guess where he's coming? Back to WWE. Hey, it might not even be Vince's call. They may just say, because Endeavor, TKO, whatever, what a feather in their cap it would be for them to come out and say, look who we got back. Because we, got, we did the impossible right. and brought CM Punk back. Well, and, and, and to them, the last uh, uh, remnants of working with him was great. He For everything we've heard, the shit that he's pulled in wrestling, for UFC, he was like the picture-perfect fucking employee when he was there. And that's the yeah, last thing. Well, right. I'm just, say, I'm just saying, what, but that's the lasting impression that the parent company right. has. Right. And this was part of the conversation we had this morning. I know DJ and I and, and Jason had this going back and forth where why would Endeavor want to bring him back? You know, it's like, well, look at UFC as an example. He's a name. The guy had no credentials at all to warrant putting him into any MMA. You couldn't even put him in the Bellator, let alone let's put him in UFC. And not once, but he got his ass kicked twice until Dana finally said, okay, that's enough. But still. You know, they saw dollar signs. They saw name recognition. They went with that. He's got, and like I said, in a controlled environment where they can control the narrative and make him look not like a fucking punching bag, but like a credible contender to end Roman Reigns streak or, or Gunther streak or something like that. It makes all the sense in the world. I, and I also want to go back that like what you guys are saying, AEW in that locker room and that leadership of one person, Tony Khan. That's not where he needs to be. Tony Khan had no backbone. You saw him at that fucking media scrum. He didn't know what the fuck to say to half the shit Tony or Punk was saying. You're not going to get away with that in WWE. Not with all those locker room leaders and those generals. Like, I was kidding around about it, but kind of like, hey, if you're worried about him going and popping off, just have Brock walk around backstage. That'll put an end to that shit real quick. I won't even go that far. Imagine him trying to tell Chad Gable to clean up the locker room. <laughs> Chad would just suplex him on his head. Yeah, G Gable will put him in a takedown and just be like, "Excuse me, what the fuck did you just say?" When you've calmed down, sir, I'll let you up. Yeah. You know, it's pretty much how that'll go down. Beyond that, though, you're not WWE is not a bunch of petulant children with egos who think that they're above everything and don't need to take advice. If you listen to what Punk said, he was trying to give advice to these younger kids. They didn't want it. That created friction. Then you look at fucking Jack Perry and the shit that he pulled, and, you know, I'm not saying that I agree with Punk and, and his actions, but, you know, like you guys are saying, there are opportunities for him to mentor some of the younger talent. You know, you can put him in NXT. They'll listen to him because Hunter and Shawn Michaels are going to say, listen to him. He knows what the fuck he's doing, and they're going to be like, yes, sir. So it's an entirely different dynamic between these two companies that really, to me, says that the people who say, oh, you know, he's a locker room cancer, it's going to be this and that, possibly. But I would give WWE a much bigger benefit of the doubt to be able to control this situation than anything he got in AEW. I mean, here, I'm not disagreeing with that, because when you have Shawn Michaels himself, who's basically the Jiminy Cricket in Triple H's ear, saying, I would love Punk back in WWE. That's also because Shawn 
I mean, as we all know, in the 90s, he was that locker room cancer. So he knows it's like, hey, maybe we can do something with him and actually control him to do this. So I can see that happening. It makes sense. Put him in, maybe not in NXT. He can show up in NXT a handful of times. But like you said, Dave, he's been in the infancy of TNA. He's been in Ring of Honor. He's been in AEW. He's been in WWE when it was popping off in 2011. So he's someone to listen to. And we even said it on DWI yesterday. You have so many people that are that can control that locker room that you can listen to and they just don't. You have people that have been in multiple companies for at least three decades and you refuse to listen to them? That's a problem. That's a huge problem in AEW. I want to piggyback off of what something AJ was just saying a minute ago about um, – he was almost kind of alluding to giving – you know, he talked about Shawn Michaels and how Shawn Michaels used to be that guy years ago. And WWE kept giving him a chance. And finally it clicked. He got it. He turned things around. Um, part of the reason I want CM Punk to come back, aside from I want to see – that guy finished his career where I think he should, the way he should, is the redemption. And, and I use personal perspective here. About 12, what are we, 2023, about 12 years ago, I was fired from a company, what I felt like was unfairly. Um, it was just a, a bad situation that I could spend 30 minutes telling you the entire story and not cover it all. But long story short, I was doing a YouTube As channel. As your attorney, I'm going to advise you not to do that. I, I would not, <laughs> just, uh, just because don't disclose anything. Be, uh, be, because I, the next part of the story, Dave, I needed this attorney about twelve years ago because I got up on YouTube and did about a twenty-three minute promo on this company, and just word for word, beat by beat, told the entire story of what happened over a period of time and how I ended up where I was and everything that happened, and all of it was accurate. All of it was 100% fact. I had people that I worked with that were there that experienced what I experienced came back to me and said, man, that's the most amazing 23 minutes I've ever listened to on YouTube. And I completely buried that company and I burnt that bridge. And for a while, I was proud of that. I was like, you know what? Fuck those guys that, you know, this is what happened to me. This is my experience. Within six years, I wouldn't go back and do that video today. I wouldn't. One, it accomplished absolutely nothing. It felt good in the moment. And I'm thinking, and I'm speaking in, in terms of thinking about the Colt Cabana podcast with CM Punk and all the things that he said and, and things from there. He's got to at some point look back and say, yeah, maybe I should have kept my mouth shut. Maybe that's not something I should have said. Maybe there's a bit of, a bit of you know, internal remorse there. And, and you look back at that and you're like, OK, I was a kid. I was angry. I was in my feelings. And maybe today, in 2023, CM Punk wouldn't go back and say that. And I believe in 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 giving him the opportunity to walk that back, to come back, do business, and 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 cohesively work with a locker room where I agree with Dave, he would thrive much better because he needs control. And I think part of what worked for him in WWE for so long was that Vince was the iron fist running the company. You know, Trip, Punk may have butted heads with CM Punk, but he wasn't going to directly butt heads with Vince. Or, I mean, Punk was going to butt heads with Triple H because he saw Triple H as an eye-to-eye level person. He wasn't going to butt heads with Vince McMahon. 
And, and that's the difference between Vince and Tony. I think with a locker room now of a bunch of guys that he is definitely not going to butt heads with, we stand a better chance of him doing better business. Great point. What I want to do now is I want to take a quick commercial break and then come back. We can start asking some of the questions of what it could look like. I thought like. that was going to be a Rick Rude promo, Tony. What I'd like to have right now. For all you ladies between, all you single ladies between 18 and 29. Uh, no. Uh, this is the Emergency Punk Cast 2. Dave can, can we set that bar a little higher for the 50-year-olds in the room, please? What did, wouldn't that be your can, can we go? Can we go? Wouldn't that be your 27, choice? 27 to 43. Is that okay? Why don't you just, why don't I take 18 to 29 and you can have anybody older than that? How's that sound? That works He's for me. He's giving us his sloppy second. <laughs> Do whatever you want with him when I'm done. I don't care. All right. That's a great, great segue to a commercial there. Thanks, guys. Dave Ungar, DJ Winter, AJ Belaz, BC Tunney. Emergency Punk Cast 2 will return Right after this, you're listening to Chairshot Radio Network. It'd help if my volume was up on my sound bites, then you might be able to hear the commercial. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. A commercial that sounds like this. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, Emergency Punk Cast 2, right here, ChairShot Radio Network, on thechairshot.com, where we remind you to always use your head and head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Plenty of great t shirt designs, plenty of styles, class up your life. So move your ass on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. PC, Dave, DJ, and AJ here with you discussing CM Punk and his possibly inevitable return. To the WWE. Um, first question I wrote down. Will he be world champion again if he comes back to the WWE? AJ, why don't you why don't you start with that one and see where we go with this? I don't think he's going to be a world champion, either Universal or the World Heavyweight Championship. He's he will compete for it, but I don't think he's going to win it again. It, it's just it, I don't see that being anything that would point a storyline at all. I could be wrong, but I don't think that's happening. DJ, I got to agree with AJ on this one. I think he competes for it. I think he makes a good run for it. I don't think he wins either one. Um, yeah, that that's really all I got there. 
I don't see him ending Roman's reign, um, but that would be a really good storyline considering Paul Heyman could stab Roman in the back just like he stabbed Brock in the back and went, well, I had to go with the new better guy. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there. I think he would win. I think he'd be a good guy to have maybe beat Seth at Mania if he holds it all the way to Mania. Um, stuff like that. I, I, I don't see him beating Roman, though. Uh, Dave, what about you? Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I, I don't think he'll get a world championship. I could see him getting the world heavyweight championship. He's not ending Roman's streak. That that's that's just that's not I like you're saying, I, would I be upset to see Roman Reigns versus CM Punk with all that drama involved? No, not at all. Would I be upset to see CM Punk versus Seth Rollins with all that drama involved? Especially what Seth has said recently. No. Makes for good TV. You know, I mean that that's I I, I think, you know, IC title, United States Championship, something like that. I could definitely see Punk. Now, if you consider NXT a world championship, then possibly. How about, know, possi- how about how about the Paul Heyman triangle ladder match of CM Punk, Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar? No, stop it. <laughs> Paul stop Heyman's it, just no. there's three Paul Heymans that are all sitting there pointing at each other like Spider-Man. Yeah, Paul, Paul Heyman yeah. on a pole match. Hey, I will say this. Damn it, AJ, you beat me to it. Paul Heyman in a shark like, cage match. If you give me Punk versus Ilya Dragunov right now, I'll be like, let's go. That'd be a good match to watch. Yeah, but like, I feel like that would be more of something that I don't necessarily... I, I don't think Punk can put on that good of matches anymore. Uh, you know, and it, maybe you're right that it no. would be better off to have a guy like that younger that, you know, could do most of the work. What do you think, DJ? I don't know. I think I just want to see more storyline stuff with him and, you know. I think the guys in WWE would be better served to protect Punk, protect his weaknesses, than the guys in AEW. I think WWE is structured in such a way that they wouldn't expose him, you know, with the workers that they have. I think they would work harder to make the business look better with him than they do in AEW. I absolutely think you're looking at a different CM Punk in WWE. So what WWE has to do is just have a highlight reel of Ryback and say, you see everything that this guy did? Don't, Don't do that. that. <laughs> Ridge, Ridge Holland? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, he won't work Ridge Holland. No. I mean, he hasn't screwed up a belly to belly recently, but still. Unfortunately, the one he did was a big Yeah. One. It, it, it was a big ending. Oh, dude. Too soon. Too soon. The Balaz. The big ending. The Balaz. Jeez. What are you gonna do? Oof. What are you gonna do? All right. What? Who do you want to see him work with, though? Like, I mean, who are the guys you'd like to see him in a program with? Who do you think he should work with? Who would work well with him in a program? Um, him and the Miz ever work together when he was back in WWE? You want those guys on TV at the same time together? Actually, I do because I think it would be Wasn't absolutely cool. I think it'd be a great way to bring him back is on Miz TV and turn that into a match and get him over on Miz. And, you know, Miz has said it. He's probably one of the best in the world and has been for a while because he comes out and he gets the people to do whatever the fuck he wants them to do, whether it's cheer him, boo him, cheer the people he's working with, or boo the people he's working with. Like, Miz is just sick in a good way. That guy's so good. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think? Other people, I, go ahead, throw names out there. See what we could get here. I mean, let's start here. NXT. Say he goes to NXT. Who, you know, you just brought up Dragonoff, things of that nature. What about like uh, a guy like Trick Williams? 
you know, put Ron over some Breaker. of that younger talent. Ron Breaker, maybe even Baron Corbin, since Corbin's a little safer since he's been there for a while. I think Carmelo wouldn't be a bad choice. Him against Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes. I think um, him and Corbin could low-key put on a banger. After watching Corbin at No Mercy with uh, with with Braun, that was probably some of the best work Corbin's done in a while. Okay. What about main roster shit, Dave? Cody. Yeah. I think, I think Punk Punk versus Cody would be um, would be a match that those two guys, I'm pretty sure they've met before. Um, certainly didn't happen in AEW. But I think though you're talking, you know, Cody's as professional as they get. And I, I think that, you know, that's that's the kind of match where um, Punk would do well. I'd love to see him go up against Ricochet. I think that'd be a really fun match. Him against Ricoch- Ricochet. Ricochet, and- Balor. McIntyre. I mean, Ricochet could wrestle a fucking broom handle and, and make it look great. But I, I, I like the di- the dynamics of that style there because I tend to agree with you guys that Punk slowed down. I don't know how great of a match he can give. But really, what did we see in AEW? Him against Moxley a couple times. Um, Him against Hangman was okay, but Hangman ca- carried M- most of that. He, did M- didn't he wrestle MJF too or no? Yeah, he did. That was that was another solid match. So he's been in there with with good talent. Um, but you know, Seth and Roman is obvious. I still would like to see him take on Gunther for the right. IC title. Sure. And fans would love to see Gunther chop the living shit out of CM Punk. I mean, there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, give it to him. Put a little extra stank on that for me, Gunther. Yeah. <laughs> AJ's got his uh, John LA, Morrison glasses on. He's got his LA on, Knight so. glasses on. That's who he wants. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, talk to us, dummy. I was about to say, LA Knight would be also a great match against them, too. I, LA I, like, the, the, the promos would be really good. <clears throat> Knight still has the technical aspect to it. He he can control the crowd. Everyone oh, loves CM Punk, too, so it would just be everyone's reacting to everything that they do. They'll chant CM Punk, they'll say LA Knight, yeah, and everything else. So that would be a banger of a match, too. But Put yeah, him in there with uh, Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Dominic's my pick. Dominic, Dom's my pick. We've got to take. We've got to give credit where it's due. Where Dominic, I don't want to get down Absolutely. the Dominic Mysterio road. That dude, uh, fourteen months ago, twelve months ago, ten months ago, I was having a much different discussion about Dominic Mysterio on my podcast. I thought the guy should have been jettisoned down to NXT for like real, like real rehabilitation. Whatever it was, the dude found it. Like he found it, and we are off to the races. Dominic Mysterio. I think someone just my, told uh, him. Dominic Mysterio is my dark horse to cash in the money in the bank next September on Roman Reigns. <clears throat> okay. And that could work. He's already a fucking heat-seeking missile. But I mean, not only that with Dominic. Can you imagine the amount of booze that he'll get if he, like, lands any form of offense on okay. CM Punk? here's the problem I have, though, right now with Dominic. They are clearly piping in booze, and it's not even close to being, you know, unnoticeable. Uh, it's it's still I there. Was, I, was, I was there Saturday, Tony. There's no. a lot of hate for him. Watch the fucking, I don't know if it was Raw or SmackDown or whatever, one of the last week or two. Dude, they're showing the fucking crowd, and no one's... Doing anything and it's deafening booze. I'm like, okay. They ever- did that for Goldberg too, though. Back in the day, there was uh-huh. a Goldberg chant. You look out in the crowd and, and everybody's sitting there like, 
What what are we doing? So it's I don't breathe yeah. over that shit. I I really don't even think about it. I I, I, was about to say, I even think Kevin You're Nash said yeah they were saying Goldberg Goldberg didn't hear the sucks. That was three times. <laughs> that was three times. Said it three times. Sorry. If I hear Goldberg's name three times, like Beetlejuice, I got to play his theme song. Okay, we're good. Dude, you okay, know if they, if they bring back Punk, they're going to bring back Goldberg to have him take on Punk. No, and they're just not. Shit show of a match. Goldberg, the GTS versus Goldberg. the Jackhammer? I, 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 dang. And doesn't he still have like a couple of matches left Gold- on the on the Goldberg contract? No, he's oh, done. No, no he's free and clear, Goldberg yeah. is, and I think, at least as far as WWE. Nobody's jumping out of their fucking shoes to sign him for a fucking retirement match either anywhere else. That's insane to me. Like, I know we're getting off the topic here, but that that's just insane to me that they're not trying to, like, there's money there. Like, his, I'm not saying the name because AJ's over here holding up fingers and shit, waiting for somebody to say it again. I'm not saying the name, but how are we did not it once booking? And it again. Is there a time limit on, like, after 60 seconds, does it re- reset? Is there... Usually one's a show. Unless I get really drunk. You, usually, but we've been saying his name like 17 times. Right. Yeah, it, it's insane to me that WWE never tried to cash in on a Bill Goldberg retirement run. Like, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. I didn't want to see the last fucking four or five matches he had, so I get it. I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, there was a couple of them where you're like, okay, we're looking really, really bad here. But just in this case, <laughs> I was never a big Goldberg fan back in the day. WWE this last time made me a believer. I remember thrown the fiend. I checked out. I said, Nope, that was terrible. But that made sense. That actually made sense. I'm not going to lie. The finish was shit though. The the fiend was unstoppable. Old man Goldberg takes him down. (laughs) (laughs) Was the fiend reverted everyone back to their old ways. Miz became a dick again. Finn Balor became the prince. Goldberg Wait, became Goldberg, 28 Goldberg, again. Fucking since 1995. Goldberg became 173 and 0 again. <laughs> I like, I love Goldberg on the streak. I can remember his first match was against Hugh Morris on WCW Nitro. I can vividly remember watching that match, and I was in high school, and DP and I were friends back then, and fucking watching wrestling every fucking pay per view every fucking Monday night. And I remember the next day going to school and f- specifically finding him before the first class and going, dude, did you see Goldberg last? The guy Goldberg? He goes, no. I go, this guy's going to be huge. And sure enough, 170 wins later, they wasted the fucking biggest, one yeah. of the biggest nuts in professional history on TV. Who would, who would, yeah, who could ever forget his match with Hogan at the Georgia Dome? Oh, the that t- place I, was going I nuts. still have never seen a place come unglued oh, like that. It was insane. Like the, the energy... I can remember watching it like this is this is nuts. It's gonna happen. We we just drew an interesting roadmap from CM Punk to Bill Goldberg. Ah, that's, that's <laughs> welcome to Chair Shot Radio well, Network, have, folks. Have, it has something in common though, DJ. You do you want me to link these two together? Please, by all means, play seven degrees. Okay. The big the big thing you you mentioned it yourself. All this stuff about who would never come back to WWE. Two of the biggest examples: Ultimate Warrior, who I know we thought no chance in hell. Goldberg didn't exactly leave on the best of terms. Brought him back, so yeah, yeah somebody if it makes good sense and it's good business. They're gonna do it. Some Hall of Famer or wrestling great made that point and said, "Dude, Warrior came back. This is this is not nowhere close to as bad as that." No, if you, you follow right the now. Ultimate Warrior in the early two thousands, oh, now you were talking about a heat-seeking missile. 
that dude, like he had his. He would uh, do those homophobic and and racist chants and rants on his fucking website. Oh yeah, his like fucking hours to talk about. Insane. Yeah, it was. There's nuts. only one person out there right now who I would say never, and that's Ryback. That's the only person oh, I can see. Dude, WWE yeah. and, and he's he. As much as I may say fuck CM Punk, fuck Ryback, oh, yeah. all the way to the yeah. moon and back. No, I, I think we can all agree to that. There's also one other person that we can say never to as well. Nails. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. If somehow Nails comes back and he's on good terms with Vince, that that, that right there is, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. Just, just, yeah, there, there's, let's be honest, there's no money in bringing Nails back to WWE. Fair enough. It didn't draw a dime to begin with. All right, guys. So I just, what else you got? What's up? You got another question. What's up? No, that's all I got. That was your list of questions. You had one question. Here's here. Oh, we I'll covered like I had like three or four. And we talked yeah, he, about. Like, them I had all. a list of questions, and he asked no, one. I, I had four of them, and we already <laughs> talked about all that stuff. Let me let me throw this out to you guys. Let me throw this out to you guys. Sure. If Punk comes back, do you think there's a chance that AJ Lee would come back as well? Yeah. I know she didn't show up in AEW, and she probably looked at looked at the women's division and said, "Hell no." But with WWE, maybe. I think the, the go she's ahead, a package I'm sorry. deal. If she's a package deal, that makes it a lot more. That sweetens nice. the pot. Tony, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying. I the only yes, I would absolutely like to see AJ Lee back in WWE. The only problem is where do you fit her in? There are already so many women not getting TV time, and I understand it's AJ. Jay Lee, she's got a history with the company. They'll find a place, but who do you sit down for AJ Lee after almost 10 years of her not being there? Like, who sits down is the question. Who cares? I mean, somebody in NXT, maybe? <laughs> you, you, can, you can put her in NXT, I guess. You could also just feed her to Natalia. Why do you guys want to put everybody in NXT? I don't think Phil Brooks wants a fucking thing to do with NXT. Phil Brooks wants the main event. We going from Phil wanting the main event fucking WrestleMania to you guys putting him in NXT. I want Phil Brooks main eventing in your house. No probable cause. You're gonna have to talk to Mick because I think that's the WrestleMania show now. Listen, if you want that to happen, you gotta talk to Mister in your house, Mick Foley. <laughs> Mr. In your it's gonna be no the next it's gonna be an Mr. NXT pay per view called house. Great Balls of Punk. And oh, there you go. Great Balls yeah. of Punk. No. That just sounds Man. like I, I threw it out on the uh, the app formerly known as Twitter. If you're gonna sign him, sign him this week and throw him out on NXT TV next week head to head against AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already got. Could all you the imagine the chaos that, that would ensue online? There ain't enough cocaine in Jacksonville for Tony Khan. If Dynamite beats NXT this week, I they will never hear the end of it. Oh yeah, God! Because they have what Cody coming in to make an announcement, probably the Dusty Classic, like like we said Cena. on DWI. Good call. Cena's gonna be there. Taker apparently Taker's is gonna, gonna be, be there. there. Heyman in one corner. Heyman Cena and Braun Breaker. Yeah. Uh, Shit. I would not be surprised to see Jade Cargill make her debut there. No. I absolutely love or that they're appearance. loading this show up. Look at that. That's another one and you guys I want to throw in that NXT. This is the greatest thing ever. I mean, to be fair, uh, and even Tony can confirm this, the four of us are not AEW watchers at all, really, that much. Uh, I think Dave I watches watch it. it I, I watch it. Yeah. I watch it way but more than like... my gimmick allows. Let's put it that way. 
Okay. But still, if AEW does win somehow in the rating system just because it's NXT, that, that, that's my only problem is it's, you're really complaining because it's NXT. You have so many people that are going to just show up. <clears throat> if it doesn't win, we have a problem. I love the diaper fillers over this that are so mad that WWE is loading up the NXT show on Tuesday night. It's like they, they want their favorite AEW wrestling show to be like their favorite NFL team to go up against the local high school team so that they can run around and take their victory lap that they want. You're putting the best talent on your roster on your show Tuesday night, and you don't expect WWE to do the same thing. Like, and everybody wants competition until there's competition. Right. And and they how much have they... <clears throat> trumpeted the fact that they kicked the shit out of NXT in the I'm air quoting Wednesday night war because there was no Wednesday night war in no. their minds there was but you know WWE's like all right yeah you you beat the JV team now let's see what you do against the varsity squad who has beaten the shit out of you and you know look look at collisions numbers when they went head-to-head against no mercy which is just an NXT ple and collisions numbers were abysmal so right. I, you know um, yeah, now you've got all this stuff going on and I understand the, you know, T- the AW had issues with TBS and the listing. Although you, every time I read this, like well, fucking people know what time dynamite comes on. What the and hell are you talking about? Weeks in a row that that's happened too. Right. It, it's not like dynamite's only been on, on TV for three or four months. We're three, years, four years. Years. We're three to four years deep into this. You know what happens on Wednesday nights at eight o'clock. Okay. <laughs> I get sucked yeah, in excuses. They, are... they, didn't, they didn't set their DVR right. What? What? The, wait, wait. What the fuck are you talking about? I, get, I, get I don't know about in. you guys, but my DVR automatically was set. You know, eight o'clock on Mondays, it recorded raw every week without fail. I, I get suckered in every time I'm watching the Big Bang Theory on Wednesdays, and then all of a sudden it's seven o'clock, and I'm like, oh fuck, why am I watching Dynamite for a half hour already? <laughs> it's bad though. Like if you see me tweeting on a Wednesday night or Xing or whatever. And uh, shit, I'm trying to think even the last time I, I... watched Tony Twixing on a Wednesday night. Check out my OnlyFans. That it does, DJ. That it does. <laughs> okay, so you know here, I actually watched... DJ and I have the same mindset. I actually, <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> I actually did watch some AEW this last Wednesday because I was home and flipping channels and stuff and the Brewers were getting their asses handed to them. I had three tweets. Are you ready? One. That must have come in when MJF was on. One, why are MJF's hands so orange? <laughs> Two, this MJF promo is boring. Three, I'm out. That was wow. it. I was gone. Kept, kept you engaged, did it? You must have been where the ratings dipped. I was there long wow. enough to realize that you should not apply that uh, self-tanner with your own hands because they get really hey, hey, orange. Tony, Tony, I got a question for you. Did you know what time Dynamite was going to be on without looking at your listings? I did. I do. Thank I don't, you. I don't record I rest, it. I rest I my case. I don't record it either. So, so the guy who does it, the guy who watches it next to never knew what time it was on. The without people watching weekly said, I didn't know it was on. Looking at the listing, Tony knew what time it was on. But <laughs> the diehards out there who didn't show up were like, oh, I got thrown off by TBS's bullshit. That's because Tony is a fucking professional that runs a professional podcast. He's supposed to know it's his job. I am a fucking TV I, savant, man. That's all I, I do is watch. Say, that's I all I do is watch TV. DWI is professional. 
channel. Let's be real. <laughs> I'm on there. I'm not going to comment. Uh, let's keep moving. <laughs> yeah. I bury you enough. I'll leave you alone today. Fair. I do it with love. EJ, you've got co- you've got questions. We've got answers. I think. I don't know if I have any questions. Yeah, I was about to say I don't even think I really have a question. Yeah. Or Punk. Got one. Okay, so there? here here you go. Survivor Series or Royal Rumble? If you're gonna bring Punk back, where sure. do you put him? Do you put yeah. him at Series, or some people are suggesting it would be better at the Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, certainly Survivor Series makes the most sense. It's in Chicago. People, like you said, Tony, are gonna be chanting his fucking name the whole show anyway. I think you bring him all right away. Him, or do you? I think you bring him out right away. You open the show with his music at Survivor Series, right? That 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 frees up everybody to be able to work for the rest of the night, right? Because otherwise, it's going to be the whole, every fucking match, there's going to be fucking punk chants. If he comes out first and get the edit out of the way, then we can enjoy some fucking pay-per-view, right? That's what I would like yeah. to see. I think you he comes like- out, I think he just, I think they don't announce it. You can speculate all you want. You can have, try not to let it leak. Show opens. He comes out, grabs a microphone. He says, it feels great to be back here. I still have some work to do to mend some fences in the back, but I'm here to to play nice and help out and, and kick some people's ass in this ring. And I'm officially entered in the Royal Rumble. I'll see you in January. Mic drop. Crowd goes nuts. Perfect. He's gone. He doesn't show back up until two weeks, three weeks before Royal Rumble on whatever fucking show, probably with, you know, SmackDown will still be on Fox at that time. So that that's I, huge. I absolutely love that idea. I mean, it's kind of like, like how Rampage brought him back a couple years ago, right? Brought him back at the very beginning of the show, got that out of the way, <clears throat> gave him too much time to talk. I would not give him a 15 minute forum to go off. Although WWE may, may be like, you know, if you want to spend like five minutes running down AEW, we're cool with that. Go up, go for it. But uh, I don't think they he won't want, even have to, though. No, they would not want him to even bring them up. I don't think. Probably. Why they don't? It's a whole. It's more of a not like we're better than you, but like we you don't like not in a disrespectful way, but you don't matter to us. We're playing a different game. But I do within love a, the idea about boundary, Vince has always operated that way. Don't mention the other competition. They're not competition until you mention them. But I do like I love the idea about declaring for the rumble right there in Chicago. Everybody loses their mind. It sets the it sets the mood for Survivor Series and probably has some extra adrenaline for the whole thing. And then, you know, and you but even even then you do raise the possibility that something could happen during the night and punk shows up and has some impact on something else. So, you know, it's all good. Do you want to hear the latest PC Tony conspiracy theory? No. But go ahead. Boy, let's do it. Like we're gonna stop you anyway. <laughs> I said it. I said it on DWI yesterday, AJ. I we're know all, you did. We're all getting played. Secretly, AEW traded CM Punk to WWE for Edge. He did, in fact, say that. <laughs> you I need another. Convert. You need another beer. Oh, okay, fine. You need another beer. If, that, if that's true, if that's true, then all the uh, some of the speculation that WWE truly owns AEW, I'd say. All right, there's more credibility to this theory than 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 I ever thought. If they actually made a trade, Edge for CM Punk, that wow. I'll, I'll lean into Tony's theory a little bit. I don't think there's. I don't. I, I do not think in a million years WWE ever bought AEW. Do I think there's a quiet 
understanding between the two that, hey, this is good for business if you exist. Do I think maybe there was some backstage discussion? Hey, these guys are shit in the bed right now. Maybe, Mr. Copeland, maybe it's a good idea for you to consider their offer. Go over there, stop the hemorrhaging so we can keep these guys trucking because impact is such a distant third. Um, and the business is better when there's a closer second place company. Vince has always known this. Some of the best business he ever did was in direct head-to-head competition. AEW ain't there, but it's good to have a good second place. Um, so as far as um, Tunney's thoughts on CM Punk, I think you you have to address the elephant in the room. Just speculation that he might is going to hijack any show moving forward. And as that speculation ramps up, and you know, obviously there's only so much of this you're going to be able to keep under wraps. It's not like an edge situation. CM Punk is still at least as far as we know, more physically capable of going than Edge. He never retired because of his health. Edge retired cold because he could. He was told by the doctors, you cannot do this anymore. So he was gone, you know, for what, seven and a half, eight years, nine years, whatever it was. When he came back, it was something you could keep under wraps and absolutely surprise everybody with. There is no surprise with CM Punk. If he's going to come back, you address it. You address it sooner than later. Because you've got all this fresh heat between, you know, him and AEW and just his name is still not on the tip of everyone's tongue, but it ain't far back. So you you strike when that iron is hot. And I think that uh, I think Survivor Series at the latest, if he signs, will be when they make that announcement. And and I like funny scenario. Come out at the beginning of the show. Kill it right there and just say, okay, I'm in the rumble. And, And I like that. I like that idea. I think if they were closer to WrestleMania, they'd probably go the Cody Rhodes route, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. But they're so far away that uh, I think they, you're, like you guys are saying, get it out, address the elephant in the room, let it play its course, let it run its course. Let's not let this, you know, Chicago is how many shows has the crowd in Chicago hijacked over the years for WWE with nothing but all, of them. all of them. So, yeah, let's get it out of the way. And, yeah. and that's why, that's why I think. It is a good idea for him to, you know, announce himself for the Royal Rumble and everything else at Survivor Series or something. But they're going to hijack that show the whole time. They're going to keep chanting CM Punk the entire thing. That's why I think he should be like a surprise in war games or if they have a Survivor Series tag match that is like a major thing. He has to come out and be the surprise because they're going to be chanting CM Punk no matter what. It's Chicago. Everyone knows he's a free agent. If there's even the smallest of magnitude of rumblings about CM Punk free agency and wrestling, they're going to be saying his name. So I think they, they just kind of hold the carrot over the pig's face just a little bit longer. And then as soon as it's they need a fourth or a fifth guy in this tag match. Let's get I got it, they AJ. Want. I got it, AJ. Before Survivor Series, they're walking, you know, it's going to be Bloodline versus whatever. And for the uh, whatever team they're walking through, get this, the NXT parking lot. And somebody <laughs> gets attacked in the NXT parking lot and injured. So, like, we got to find a fifth person. And they play that up, and then you're waiting. You know, they've got everybody coming in the cage. Who's going to be the guy who's going to hit the ring first? And then, you know, cult of personality hits. And everybody loses their goddamn mind. And then, you know, you get Punk getting his ass kicked for 25 minutes until you get everybody in the match. And there you go. Yeah. 
but like during that entire time everyone's like oh there's a mystery person if they're gonna have like a what we like to call a piss match where you know we go use the bathroom because it's all that this match is good for they're gonna be chanting cm punk if any hintings of like best in the world or straight edge or anything involving him go to sleep you're gonna get a cm punk chant you can't the thing is though you can't can't hide it no you can't that's what i was saying there's so you this can't. Is not like an edge that's why you can't that's why you can't be a surprise entrant they'll 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 hijack the show like that's the first thing i started with is if you're gonna have if you he would if he's gonna be if he's gonna have a match at survivor series then he has to come out before survivor series on raw or smackdown and introduce himself into the match because if it's not announced beforehand the fans in chicago no matter what happens now Unless even if there's nothing happens now between the two negotiating wise until Survivor Series, those fans will still be chanting his fucking name at that pay per view. It could go either way. I'm oh, not I saying that you're wrong because that was the first thing that I said, but I'm just saying they're going to be chanting his name regardless. Why not give the people what they want for the big pop? They're not going to chant his name the whole show if he gets introduced before the show or introduced to start the show. People might scream themselves into, uh, you know, out of commission for a few matches. I mean, they are a bunch of dumb motherfuckers down in Chicago, so I don't know what wow. I can tell you. Oof. Now, now, now both, both of our Chicago listeners just checked out. Both of them. Both. All two of them. <laughs> well, they can go fuck themselves. Thank you for listening. Okay, wow. there goes okay, the guy in Green Bay who just who just bailed right. out on us. Right, no, the, I love the Green buddy. Bay guys. I'm a Wisconsinite. I'm a Green Bay Packers <laughs> fan. I'm from <laughs> Milwaukee. Oh, that, that's why saying fuck Chicago. Yes, I'm from Milwaukee. I they, they would say the same thing if they don't. I don't respect them. I don't respect them anyway, but even less. So how's their pizza to you? I love deep dish pizza. Fuck Chicago, except for their deep dish pizza. It's CM Punk. <laughs> you heard it here first on the Emergency Punk Cast. Last title for your episode. Last, <laughs> last last thoughts around the horn here, gentlemen. We'll start with AJ. Uh, will I be excited to see Punk in the ring in WWE? A little bit. I'm still a very poo-poo naysayer when it comes to him. Him coming back to WWE makes a ton of sense. It's still business. It's still... Controversy creates cash. What better way than to have the most controversial wrestler in the world at the moment come back, and everyone still loves him. Everyone still says his name. It just makes sense. It would be perfect. Everyone else would love it. Business standpoint would love it. There could be a bunch of good matches that come out of this. So I really don't have a a true complaint other than I, I just don't think he's a good person. <laughs> I I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to happen. And I think it's going to be pretty close to the way we were just talking about. Dave, what about you? Yeah, I think um I I I think it's going to happen. I kind of feel like AJ. I'm uh all right, I'm cool with it because I do think there's money to be made. I think there's a redemption story built in there, like DJ was saying earlier. Um, it does give WWE another another quiver, another arrow in the quiver to say, see, we told you never say never. Um, 
it does open up the possibility for AJ Lee to come back, which I think a lot of us would almost see rather than Punk come back at this point in time. Um, and I, I think you know there, there's good matches, there's money to be made. It's 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 a box office draw. It's going to create drama. It's going to blur the lines between kayfabe and non kayfabe because you know there's real heat between Punk and certain people and. That's sometimes when you get the best stuff is when you know that there's a level of real life, you know, these guys don't exactly like each other going on. And we know that there's some of that stuff in there, but yeah, I think, I think punk is, is he look, he belongs in WWE. He never really belonged in AEW. So will it happen? Yeah, I think it will. And I'll be okay with it until he self-destructs and hopefully he doesn't. Maybe he, at his age, maybe he can learn. DJ? I'll pop. I'm a fan. I'm an e-drone. I've said this on my show. I am not shy about that. If he comes back to WWE, I am a fan of WWE's brand of entertainment. I enjoyed Punk's entertainment brand when he was there the first time. I'll enjoy it the second time around. And you know what? If his, and anything, that I'll also say anything that kicks Tony Khan's nose further into the powder, you know, I'm here for um, but if CM Punk screws it up this time, man, close the book. We're done. We're done here. Like, there's nothing left for you. Go home. As long as it's not like Warrior when he returned in 96, lasted for like three months, and then shit the bed again, and that's, oh, I like, that's talk, enough. I thought you were going to go the last time around when he returned and then died the next day. But anyway. there, 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 there's a reason why he came back and then Tony, never— that's- that's no, that, so that, dark. That, that, that's a lot of Balazs humor right there, Tony. Don't even. <laughs> Let's get out of here. DJ, why don't you start us back around the horn? Where can everybody find you and listen to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast? You can listen to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast on Saturdays. Myself, Rob, and Jason kick it every Saturday on the Chairshot, uh, Chairshot Radio Network, thechairshot.com. You can check us out there. You can also find me on the app formerly known as Twitter, now called X, at The Mindless Pod. AJ? Well, you can usually find me with PC Tunney on the DWI podcast, at Podcast DWI, also on thechairshot.com and the Chairshot Radio Network, because Chairshot.com doesn't just have podcast galore, they also have articles galore. Sports, entertainment, sports entertainment, you name it, we got it all over the place. Mr. Ungar? Well, you can find me on the uh, platform formerly known as Twitter, that I like to call Twix, at Attitude Ag, that is at Attitude A-G-G, Facebook.com slash Attitude, Attitude of Aggression. This isn't bandwagon nerd, so I can't bury Dan but if you want to send your hate tweets to somebody different because you're a, you know you think that we've just really pissed you off, send your tweets to at the real C Platt. He'll appreciate it. Yeah, fuck that guy. Wow. Stop. <laughs> if he appears on 400. All right, gentlemen, he'll be there. I'm I'm gonna kidnap him. Uh, thanks for tuning in to this emergency punkcast. Emergency punkcast two. I'm PC Tony. You can follow me at PC Tony. And like these guys said, Chairshot Radio Network on all of your favorite streaming platforms. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.